back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Rico, can you imagine young Jay Foreman in the locker room getting just wearing this out? No, we didn't. We we weren't like we weren't really playing that time. We weren't playing a lot of play that type of stuff. Yeah, I wish. Buffalo, we in Buffalo, we had it in. We running a little bit. But, okay. Uh, when this when this when this became popular, you know, I was second year at Bruce and Thurman. You know, they Thurman like country music. I'm like I'm out. Oklahoma, on that. <laughs> yeah, he smoked home. Big old dip in his mouth. I was like, I'm yeah. out, dude. Yeah. What yeah. was Bruce listening to? He's a Virginia Beach kid. He listened to a little like DC stuff, yeah, but Bruce was uh, Drew Bruce was about his business. Yeah, a little different. Yeah. And then Jim Kelly, what was he listening to? He wasn't there. He wasn't there when Who I was. Who was your guy when you were there? Flutie Flakes. Flutie. So what was Flutie listening to? Whatever yeah, he was on Flutie Flakes was about Flutie Flakes. He was doing appearances. About that market. Yeah. About that branding. <laughs> oh boy. The days. Ah, uh, Rico. Hello. Question of the day. Question of the day. Sticking with some men's basketball. We talked about it for a decent amount today. So, there is two Big Ten teams in the leaders of points per game in the top ten. Can you name those two, and can you name the best team when it comes to scoring points? Say it again. There are two Your questions. That's It's too complicated, Rico. It's Give not, me a question. Look. Top ten. I don't no, no, quantum, no, stop, stop. Quantum look, physics. Look, to- <laughs> here we go. Simple. Points per game, team-wise. Yeah. Two Big Ten teams. Can you name them, and can you name the best team at scoring? Iowa. That is one of them. Purdue. That is both yeah. of them. Yeah. Number four and number six. Who's the best team in the nation at scoring? Purdue. Nope. They are number six. Iowa is number yeah. four. Iowa is number four. Yeah, probably because they got the what their uh, Murray average is what twenty nine points a game, something like that. Yeah. Can you imagine being the other Murray though? They having a hard time guarding both of them. <laughs> I was gonna do offensive leaders in points per game, but uh, the only like power conference player in the top five is Keegan Murray at twenty three five, and he's number four. So let me ask you both, and let's ask the listeners. Uh, last night, Bryce McGowan breaks the. Fr- all-time freshman rec- scoring record. Got games left. Mm-hmm. What does this record mean? Oh. What do you mean? What do it mean? It what does it he- mean? Is he is he the best freshman ever? Did, does does the scoring record matter? You want? <laughs> I mean, it matters. I mean, statistically, of statistically. I mean, it just matters yes. that he's handling his business. Um, it means they went to him a lot. Yeah, but they don't go to him enough. No. Um, At the right times and places. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a justifiable assessment. I mean, he's a great freshman. You know, he's won Big Ten Freshman of the Week. I don't know how many times. He might he might Four be one, five. Of, and one of the better freshmen in the nation. Um, you know, He'll be a freshman All-America, right? In the, you yes. know, yeah, first or second. I'd be very hard-pressed if he doesn't win first or second team because he's going to be Big Ten Freshman of the Year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So – Nebraska's you know, yeah, yeah. So it's Nebraska is going to win both Big Ten Freshman of the Year, and they're both going to be Freshman All America. Yeah. And only one of them is going to the tournament. And only one of them's happy. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's really thrilled. 
this is amazing. This is fun. This man. is awesome. This is awesome. I mean, it's a testament <laughs> to him. Everyone's like, this is a grind. This is. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, much work. I'm you know so Bryce, tired. He, if you know Bryce, he, he, that ain't Bryce. That's I'm not so how he's tired. <laughs> That's not how Bryce is operating, if you know Bryce. Can I say how much I love that, I mean, that young man? That like, dude Bryce is, is baby just a lovable dude, yeah. man. He ain't, I, he ain't, he ain't thinking like this. Every, he's everything loving he to play does basketball. is smooth. I like, like uh, he and Trey, but like, this team is likable. Right. Yes. Right? Like, I, I easily likable. But where does this put him? I mean, this breaks Hoppin's record that's existed, what, He's one of the best to, to, to come through 30, here. 1982 yeah. and 83. A long time. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, he's just one of the best, best freshmen – if you know to come through here now let's hope now he's it's one different. of the best sophomores now to come it's, through it's here. different because <laughs> that would be fantastic hopping played you know four years bryce probably you know if he plays two that's that'd be a earth shattering if he doesn't come back cool. so you know he's had a great freshman year continue will continue will continue to have one and look for him to come in with the pressure of being a five-star and, you know, living up to the hype and all that stuff, I think he's done it. I mean, of course, he could – you know, there's areas in his game he could, you know, drastically improve. But, you know, he's not the uh, – you can't look back on this season and think like, oh, he was a freshman and he, you know, was a part of the problem. You know, would, in the would, sense of – Would you, as a, as a fan base, would you get excited about Nebraska basketball if Trey and Bryce both came back? Uh, they should be ecstatic because that means actually that they they actually believe in whatever is here, um, and they're fully committed. And starting or going into next year with Trey and Trey and Bryce, you're three steps ahead of turning this thing around in like warp speed. Going into next year, just say with Trey coming back, and say Bryce goes on to the NBA. Mm-hmm. You're two, you know, you're one or two steps ahead because those two guys have such a big influence in that locker room. Uh, for other, you know, be like D. Walk and those guys and C.J. and all that. You then you know you got a nice little nucleus coming back. That then next year when we're talking about this team, I'm not talking about an inexperienced team, regardless of what they see, what you have on paper. That's an experienced team that I would see um, with the mix of playing styles and the character of the guys um, will be way ahead of where they are this year. As far as the mix, the team, the, the goes guys, if you, if you could bring back Trey, say D walk, Trey, CJ, and, and you know, just Bryce comes back. That's then you're, you're already pretty much set. Then you throw in the new guys, goggles come back. And then, you know, you probably get a little bit, you know, then that, now you can have a real sit down, you know, uh, discussion with the, you know, the French connection and then go from there. I posed this question yesterday. I said, if if everybody that can come back for Nebraska basketball does come back, you're, you're losing Kobe and Alonzo for sure. Mm-hmm. If everybody that can come back does come back and you add Ramel and Blaze, uh, if I set the over-under for wins at 16. See, this is why you get in trouble. I know. <laughs> this is why you get in trouble because this is, this is where the land of the lost happens. Yeah. Yeah, you're already just adding 10 pounds it's of sugar to the, to the uh, Kool-Aid. Yeah. No, but they, they are – Definitely set up to have a successful season. Putting a, it'd be too early to put a win marker on it because you you, you don't know where goggles is at, mm-hmm. right? Um, you got he doesn't other, have the brace on anymore, which is no. Good. But I mean, he's got to come back and play. Well, yeah. And then you know what adjustments are you going to make as far as coaching and style? 
right? Because mm-hmm. you got a different big guy coming in. Then you know, then you know, D Walk has to adjust, and everybody else. And that ta- that'll take time, but that's an easier fix. And you you know, you worry about that because the biggest thing for them after this season is the first game next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I oh, was fair. I was told that I was crazy when I posed the starting lineup of both McGowan's Ramel. Um, I don't know who with the four because you know positionless basketball. I don't know who with the four, and then Blaze Keita. Uh, and I like I like that lineup, and I was just the text line just lit into me saying there's absolutely zero shooting in that starting lineup. But see, this is where I get again. Don't yell at us. Talk to us. So and I was like, if you want I, us to read, if, if, if you want us to read your your your, your, your text, say what's up. Speak like, to us. Like Ramel can shoot. Don't Bryce be a jerk. Can shoot. Let me, let me let me say this. Don't be a jerk on the text line. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> Have a look, conversation. Didn't look at the text line yet. Yeah. Don't what, be a jerk. What did they say? So this is what he says. Of course you guys think these guys are second coming. That's not what we said. <laughs> Never has that no. been said. I mean, I'll, and yeah, then yeah. you go on. to First of all, if you're talking about athletes and you're, you're the way you're talking about it, and I'm not going to judge. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that sort of space. Yeah. No. That what you just said. You're not a fan. You're not a good person. Chill out. Chill out. Be ashamed of yourself. Speak to yourself the way you spoke about somebody else's kids. Shame on you. We'll throw the break. Jay, thank you. Rico, let's hang. One-on-one. Up next on The Ticket.